When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race Recap here on Reality TV Wrap Ups. I'm your host, Liana Boris. We are here to preview RuPaul's Drag Race season 15. Yes, it has been a little bit of an off season, at least for the U.S. versions of the show. But we are here to talk about all 16 queens going into the 15th season of Drag Race. And with me today, of course, is Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you? I am so excited. You know, we get to this part in January where we look at each other and go, I am ready for Drag Race. I'm very Mm -hmm. excited. Um, You know, quote me in about a month when I'm like, could a queen be eliminated, please? Um, But no, I'm really excited to get back into it and be back in the saddle with you discussing our favorite drag queens on TV. Yes. And it's always so fun to get to know 16 fresh faces yeah, or some that we've, you know, been seeing in the scene for a while. We'll get to all of that in a moment, but first a few programming notes. So as you may have noticed, especially if you're watching the video version on YouTube, Amon is not here today. He is super busy taking a little bit of a podcasting break, uh, but he will be back in hopefully a couple weeks time. So don't worry. In the meantime, we're going to try to hook you up with a few guests. Mm -hmm. So next week, we are going to be joined by the one, the only Brian Scally or Scaly, if you're in those BB streets. (laughs) He's going to be with us to talk about the two hour and 15 minute premiere. Um, For some reason, it's two hours and 15 minutes. I I don't know why. Uh, And it is also 
on MTV. Beth, we are switching not from Logo to VH1, but now from VH1 to MTV. Yeah. And uh, also not from VH1 to Showtime back to VH1, uh, which is, you know, in the off season. Um, I was sitting here waiting to see, like, are they ever going to just be like, actually, JK, it's not going to be on MTV. It's going to go back to VH1. No, I'm excited to have it on MTV. I feel like they're entering the big leagues of reality competition shows. Mm, so mm-hmm. in my competition shows, I mean, I think we're just talking about the challenge then at that point. Does this mean that we get to see drag queens on the challenge? Oh my gosh. I mean, I have been completely in the camp of we need drag queens on X. Everything. Uh, like everything. I don't care. Every year I'm like the mass Singer, it's going to happen. There's going to be a drag queen this year. Celebrity Big Brother, they're bringing it back. We're going to have a drag queen this year. And for some reason it hasn't happened yet. So I'm totally on board with drag queens on the challenge. I don't know how that's going to work, but I would Listen, be totally down. I want drag queens. Well, besides obviously Big Brother, I want drag queens on Survivor. How does that work? I would love for that. Imagine being in drag for 26 days straight without being able to really take it off. <laughs> I think eventually you're going to wash it off. I mean, I know well, a lot within of that one day. Makeup, <laughs> yeah, just a disaster. I like, I like the idea that Jeff's like, so if this were a drag show, where in the drag show are we right now? Okay. If you want to break this down. Now, I think that this would be so cool to see them like on Amazing Race. Like, can you imagine a two, a, a, like a twosome team? Like, running around that'd be so funny and like the whole heels and nine yards but i would love to see some drag personalities on the challenge mm-hmm. i just there would be a lot of uh, a drama that i'd actually be here for mm-hmm. especially if you're, you're gonna try to come from a queen who's a rookie okay okay let's see how that works out for you you know yeah. uh, i think it'd be really great Love to see Josh Martinez cry because Bianca Del Rio, Rio like read him the <laughs> Bianca Del Rio would be the worst challenge contestant ever. I don't know why I went to Bianca. <laughs> well, but. because that's who would make Josh Martinez cry. Fessy against Bianca, like that again. What what I need? You to, know who to I would love. Life. Besides, I think we can all agree that we want to see Vanjie on the challenge. That'd be mm, amazing. Mm-hmm. But. My other queen that I would, I actually legitimately think would be great on the challenge would be Cameron Michaels. <laughs> oh, Cam- Cameron Michaels. And I feel like Brooklyn Heights, who is also like very athletic, being the dancer yeah. background, I think could be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Cameron, trade of the season for sure. Would, I would just be adorable. love that. Uh, okay, so a little bit sidetracked, but uh, in terms of the MTV move, I mean, I I don't see it as like, I mean, definitely went from Logo to VH1, that felt like a, a very clear step up. In yeah. my mind, and maybe this is just my impression of MTV versus VH1, I don't like necessarily see like, oh my God, not MTV. Yeah. I feel like it was going to one of the sort of network, primetime networks, like on CBS, like CBS, CBS, then I guess I would see that. To me, it feels a little bit more like a, a lateral move. But yeah, I agree with that. You know, I mean, look, if it's going to bring more budget, which we actually are seeing with a higher cash prize this season, mm-hmm. the winner is going to be rewarded with 200,000 dollars. So we will be seeing that, uh, which is an increase even just from last season of yeah. $150,000, which is crazy to think that the first prize was 10 times less. <laughs> it was 20K, I think, right? So, yeah. Um, So here we are. Yes, we're going to MTV. And it is also season 15, which, of course, means the tagline is super sweet 16 with my 16 queens, which I can only think is a move to MTV. But why would you not wait for season 16? There's I just don't understand why you have 16 queens on season 15 when you've never had 16 queens before. And then on top of that. 
if that's the move, wait one more season and bring the twins on then. I don't know why the twins are on this season. We'll we'll get to them, but like, mm-hmm. it just seems to me like this was like too many gimmicks that didn't align with season fifteen. Like at least you know you had fourteen queens for season fourteen. I could see fifteen queens for season fifteen. I don't understand the seek. You know, I know this super sweet sixteen thing, but I, yeah, I don't know. Seems like a weird miss. I don't know if this is because a response to the criticism of, oh, nobody went home. So if they're going to try to fill the same number of episodes, they need more queens to actually send a couple home. So that I'm like not too upset about. It's just so funny. They're going all in on the super sweet 16, 16 queens on the 15th season. (laughs) On the 15th season, we actually had 16. (laughs) Yeah. We're also going to get a number of really great guests, Mm -hmm. judges for this season. But most notably, Ariana Grande is going to be back. She was actually on in season seven when sort of before her like massive blow up when Frankie Grande would still be like, oh, my God, my sister is Ariana Grande. And everybody would just look at her him like, "Mm, what? Which one was that? (laughs) (laughs) Derek Cody would like, "Mm, who? That's cute. (laughs) Victoria, of course, freaking out. Victoria can continue (laughs) to freak out when Ariana Grande will be back for the first episode. So we'll have that Mm -hmm. on the premiere. Do you think that they're going to do a night of a thousand uh, Arianas? I believe it. I think they could do that. I think for sure one of the Mm -hmm. lip sync songs, assuming they're going to send somebody home, is going to be an Ariana Grande song. I am judging based on the preview. I don't think the Mm -hmm. first like 10 minutes are out yet, which they usually typically put out by now. Right. um, Is a talent show is what it seems that they're doing that right off the bat, which I'm super happy about. I always think that's a great way to just look, showcase what you got, you know, how, how are you going to entertain us? This is totally in your hands. So I love that for a first episode. And I'm also happy that it's a two parter so that at least assuming so that we actually get to see and meet the Queens because there are so many of them uh, in the, of course, sweet 16, 16 Queen season (laughs) for season 15. Yeah. Yeah, For season 15. (laughs) Don't forget. Don't forget. I don't know if you did. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. And I, I, I hope that this is kind of a format change and that they come up with something that's a little different than for, um, for the all-star seasons that maybe it doesn't always start off with a talent show and that kind of thing. Um, just if I kind of always see I, with survivor after the, after winners at war, we had a kind of like a new era of survivor, mm-hmm. right? I kind of see them trying with this move to MTV. It's, post their all winter season is this kind of like the quote unquote new era of drag race. And so I'm kind of interested. I kind of feel like there's been a few different eras and each have been kind of designed around what all stars looks like. So the first one, I I would say the first era went until maybe all stars two. the second era was after mm-hmm. all stars two, And now we're probably entering the third one. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see uh, what, what takes place here. We had a pretty definitive idea of what All-Stars rules look like, and then they've tried different formats. So maybe we can move on from that and incorporate some of those All-Star aspects into a regular season. Make sure queens go home. (laughs) Yeah, make sure they're eliminated. Ideally by the judges for a new season. But please. Okay. Let's talk about these queens. We have 16 to discuss. The promo shoot for this year was going back to basics, which again, Beth, Mm -hmm. I think kind of echoes what you're saying in terms of reinventing what Drag Race is doing, going back to the racing theme from season one. Although this time with a little bit more pops of color with pink and yellow incorporated instead of, I think, just black. 
Yeah. I really like that we're going back to the whole like race car drag race kind of mm-hmm. theme here. I think it I think everybody on the cast did a really great job of, you know, matching not only the color scheme, but also an outfit that kind of represents themselves and the theme. You can tell that I, or at least maybe this isn't the case and in which case good job production, but I really think that they did a better job with promo shoots, which we know oftentimes the Queens don't always have the say in what their outfit looks like. I think we can pretty much see that the Queens here have a pretty good say in what their outfit looks like here. I think this was the first thing that got me really excited about the season was looking at the promo photos and being like, oh my God, everybody looks so good. <laughs> There's no, yeah. like, where are the boogers of the group? I don't, yeah. I don't see any. They, everybody looks stunning. And yeah. I hope that that is in part because, well, one, the talent seems to be, you know, super outstanding this season, but also, Beth, like what you're saying with giving them more information so you can actually prepare for the shoot and not have to borrow wigs. Like didn't Asia O'Hara have to borrow a wig that was like really ugly? Yeah. And um, I can't remember if it was like Nino, Nina Bonina Brown also just wore a whole outfit that wasn't hers because mm-hmm. they decided at the last moment they didn't like what she was going to wear for the promo. So it's just, I haven't necessarily always liked that. So mm-hmm. at least it's not like here, throw on a dress. You didn't really have a say in because it fits you yeah. um, and try to make it work. But I also think what's kind of clear here, and I don't know um, if you found this too, when I went and listened to the videos, it was all very clear that this was taken place after the season yes. was done. And I kind of like this because it gave me a good sense of what is each queen's um potential story going to look like not necessarily where are they placing a lot all that kind of stuff but they have the perspective of hey and they weren't like hiding it i should say that like i think you can expect these things from this season and you can expect this and i think that after you've been in a competition you have a better sense of like what are you bringing to the table and how are you going to grow and so i think that i'm really excited to see how all of them do in the competition because i think this is a strong cast Mm -hmm. okay let's get into each one of the cast members starting with amethyst Mm -hmm. so amethyst is 27 years old from west hartford connecticut oh and that was the trend alert for this season is apparently connecticut which super happy about (laughs) not that i really care that much about connecticut but it's where i live at the moment so i'm like yes let's go connecticut come on west hartford amethyst there was a lot who were within like you know i was just gonna say like within an hour or so of probably where you live but i'm also sitting back like to be fair everything in connecticut's probably like within an hour or so of where you live um you know It's kind of interesting. We're used to seeing a lot of, you know, Philly Queens and Chicago Queens and New York and L.A. And we, of course, we have a lot of New York Queens. We have a few um, L.A. Queens, but it is kind of cool to see some or Boston. And instead Mm -hmm. of having Boston, we have Connecticut. And it's interesting to see small cities and like suburban areas be represented because I think it's showing that it doesn't matter where you live. There is a local queen there. Please go support them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that there was, it's showcasing so much talent in so many different areas of the country, which I really love. So, and apparently this year it's Connecticut's turn. (laughs) Let's go Connecticut. I can't, yeah. I can't wait for like when like, you know, South Dakota gets its, you know, (laughs) it's moment 
It's wherever the casting calls are. Okay, we're just going yeah. state by state. This is Hartford's <laughs> turn. They went to Foxwoods and they were like, "Yes, we love." We're them. like, we're we're living. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, Amethyst. Let's talk about Amethyst. So she talks about in her Meet the Queens video that she is a comedy queen first. Like most queens, she started through theater, and also she is known for her nose, which is a big part of her drag. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to come out and say this, that I feel like out of all of the videos and it, and I did go back because hers is the first video because it's in alphabetical order to go back and listen to hers again. I, she gives me the least amount of self-confidence mm. in her interview. Um, it came off as very like, I'm a comedy queen and I'm really trying to make little side comments, but nothing is really landing even in this video. It comes across as being nervous, which I can understand. This is going to be the thing that introduces you to, you know, the world, not just your, you know, your local area. Um She's more of a mover than a dancer, she says, mm-hmm. but she can take she can take choreography well, which I always think that's important if you have confidence in your ability to at least move and do something similar to what you're supposed to be doing. That will bring you far into a competition like this. I love her look. Um, I really, really love this, like the flames coming out of like the the bra area, the kind of straps, the the checkered flags, the 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 strappy uh, boots and everything. Everything to me looks really, really cool. I just, there's not a lot of confidence there. And if her big thing is comedy and she didn't make me laugh once, even with little comments where she was trying, I don't feel too confident in how she's going to do in this season. I'll echo what you're saying on a few things. So first Mm -hmm. the look, Oh my gosh, I want that bra bralette thing i like i'm obsessed with it the the detail in the layering Mm -hmm. of the colors is just so stunning to me and the way that it's incorporated throughout the rest of the look too with the checkered flags like you said obsessed the hair to me is like a little bit off the the space buns like don't quite integrate well with the bright yellow like the neon yellow into the the rest of the blonde hair but i can excuse it because i love the outfit so much (laughs) and i i do kind of get what you're saying in terms of the the nervousness and the, the a little bit of an awkward forced comedic mm-hmm. that came across in her video. I think that she's someone who probably has a lot of great comedy chops. She says she is yeah. excited for the match game and is excited for the musical. But if it's that confidence issue that's maybe getting in her way, because by even by the end of the video, it felt like she was just a little bit more comfortable and seemed to be coming across as a little less nervous. Yeah. She can work through that. I think she's got a really bright future on Drag Race. I'm just nervous that if she gets caught up in those first couple episodes, especially if she's not able to excel in those first couple episodes, the self-doubt might start. You never know. And then I'm hoping that that doesn't break down what talent that she, mm-hmm. you know, showing it should be coming across just simply because of that self-doubt. Yeah, I definitely agree. I would say that if... I don't want to compare Queens, but she gives me the same vibes I had last season with Orion's story, which was like, I can see that there is a talented queen here. And Orion really impressed me on on season 14 with how well she painted and was able to construct outfits and that kind of thing. But it was that lack of self-confidence in comparison to the other queens. Or it's not even sometimes self-confidence. It's knowing how you're coming across in a challenge, especially an acting challenge or something that I kind of get the same vibes with her. So I'm hoping Mm. I'm wrong because I'd love to see him at this do well. 
Yes, Connecticut. <laughs> we stand. Although there's so many of them that they're hopefully one of them will at least make the finale. <laughs> yeah. Right. A final a, a final four of only Connecticut. Only Connecticut strong. Anetra is up next. Uh, so, and I'll, by the way, we're going in alphabetical order. Yes. If you haven't noticed yet, this is the order of the Meet the Queens video when they did the live stream reveal, which by the way, now that YouTube has split up the like shorts, the live streams and the regular videos, for some reason it took me forever to find this because I was like, oh, it was a live stream. <laughs> My brain like couldn't comprehend. So if you're looking to watch these, it is on the live stream tab yes. <laughs> of the RuPaul's Drag Race YouTube channel. Anetra is 25 years old from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Um, so I believe she goes by Anitra. Oh, Anitra. Uh, sorry. Anitra. Yeah. I made a specific you. note to make sure that I had it say knee in the middle. Um, so she's from Las Vegas, knows the competitive scene. Mm-hmm. That is a very competitive uh, drag scene to be a part of. Um, but I like that she made a point to say, I'm not confrontational, but I am very competitive. So that kind of tells me that she's going to be somebody with her eye on the prize and mm-hmm. isn't going to let drama get in the way. But my favorite part of all of that was when she was like, if somebody comes and tries to start something with me and they say something to my face, I'm just going to look at them and go, do you feel better now? Can we move on? <laughs> Love that energy. I wish that happens on the show and I'm looking forward to that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, she seems like someone, which I, it's weird to say like 25 years old is like young, but she just comes across as so seasoned and such a vet because I think probably being like you said, in that competitive Las Vegas sphere is that you just, you have to be that way. Yeah. And she just seems, she, she seems so confident. I like the, like, you know, maybe not from a TV perspective, the not getting involved in drama, but her response to the not getting involved in drama was great TV, right? So yeah. if she's, she's going to have that sort of just no bones about it drama response, then I'm, I'm good with that. She also talks about the fact that, you know, she is nervous for Michelle Visage because she loves the color green. It's <laughs> interesting to see if that's some drama on the show. Who knows? I think it's yeah. going to be okay. I mean, she is someone who the first thing I noticed about her was her makeup. Yes, I was just going to say the same flawless, thing. Flawless it was. I mean, just so blended, so gorgeous. Not a pigment out of place. It was so beautiful. Um, I love the way that she paints. I I like her outfit. For me, it's kind of a middle of the road one for the promo looks. It's, it's kind mm-hmm. of like it fits the scene, but there's some other people. I liked Amethyst better. Um, if you're going to have kind of like the strappy chap looking bra lit like the, that kind of thing i like mm-hmm. what amethyst was able to do but i i really like that she made her little bun on the top of her wig kind of look like a small tiara in her own way like things like that that she was able to do so i'm i'm imagining we're gonna have some pretty big imagination there the other thing i clocked is that she has a lot of vocal flexibility with range mm-hmm. she has a deep voice and she also can be very soft and like feminine the top so i can see her doing really well in an acting challenge mm-hmm. she also mentions that she is a sewer which is always good we love that so i think during the design challenges yeah. she'll be able to like that won't be a uh, inherent like issue for her right and she likes to wear a lot of flippable hair which to me shows that you are a performer even if you're leaning into that hairography roxy andrew's style i think that she'll be able to give us some good performances as well yeah i'm really looking forward to her yes okay next queen on the list so this is 
uh, Aura Mayari, I think yeah, is how I you pronounce so. it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that was the one, the pronunciation that I wrote because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I will mess this up. And she is our Filipina moon goddess, 30 years old from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Um, she has a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. And I think we can see her being a loud personality who's getting into some uh, arguments. I could see someone being like, you're a lot right now and you need to calm down. And then that being a moment, you know, Um, but she was born in the Philippines, grew up in Chicago. Now, like you said, is living in Nashville. So she has seen drag from a couple of really pretty phenomenal places and obviously Filipino drag is amazing itself too. Um, shout out to drag race Philippines. Um, I also kind of clock that she's a little low key shady, but I loved it. I'm really looking forward. I think that she's going to be a really fun confessional queen. I'm not really sure how she'll do in the competition. I kind of see her as being kind of a middle of the pack queen. Um, mm. I think that she has a lot of skills. She mentioned that she was into hip hop dance and has like a Broadway background as well, musical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see, you know, what she's able to pull off. She was one for me that so so in watching the videos, watch them in alphabetical order. And at first I was like, the cast seems interesting, but a little bit muted to me. Not that you have to be yelling at me through your television screen in order to catch my attention, but there wasn't like this immediate sort of wave of like intense charisma that came across. Yeah. She was the first one I started to feel it a little bit with. Um, not like as much as some of the other people that we're going to talk about. Um, but it was sort of the like boss bitch vibes, which she talks about for her drag. That I was like, okay, I get that. Like, I, yeah. I think I have I'm starting to get a sense of your personality. I'm starting to get a sense of your, your character. She's another one for me whose makeup was just absolutely stunning. And I yeah. don't know what the fabric is in this print for her promo look, but I love it. It's like, I don't know if I can zoom in, but it looks like mechan like mechanical, like car ish somehow. Yeah. I don't know where she found this. <laughs> but I, I love, love the way it. it looks. She looks like a drag race superhero style with the cape. Yeah, I was just gonna say there's definitely some kind of like Asian cartoon anime almost mm-hmm. feeling of this of being like but I kind of get like super villain aspects rather mm. than superhero and not because I think that she's going to be a villain, I, even though I've said that I think that there you know, could be moments of drama and such. But I think that that's just kind of like the vibe I get. Maybe it's because it's like purple vibes in there. And I think I associate <laughs> purple with villains all the time when I was younger. Um, the other thing that I loved is that she was like, I'm known as the face uh, walking face tune of Chicago because she doesn't need face tune. And I was like, wouldn't that? not be what your name should be then is the walking face tune because you don't need it um, i don't really know okay let me think through <laughs> I did, I, i'm not gonna lie i didn't put that much thought into it i was like okay yeah i get what you're saying in terms of the oh i don't need a filter to look this good kind of thing. yeah okay well we'll workshop right. that we'll see we'll workshop it anything but, better. yeah no she looks amazing um you know what we're seeing here is like uh and well there'll be some queens that'll come up that will talk about old school drag and that kind of thing but what we're also seeing is we are well established within these are queens that grew up literally watching drag race and have prepared for this for years and their years were their formative teenage years Mm -hmm. i i mean 
because the, you know, a lot of these queens are younger than 30 and mm -hmm. I'm 31 and I started watching Drag Race when I was in college. So that means that they've been watching it at least since they were, you know, 18, if not sure. way younger than 18. And that's one thing also that is a, a, a trend alert is being inspired by queens from season two. Raven gets two mentions. Manila gets mentioned here. Um by aura so this is definitely something that we're seeing yeah. this it's almost survivor-esque in terms of people watching the show and now coming on the show we're having yeah. so many queens now that we're so inspired by the og queens of the show and are now coming on and showing what they they have to offer and i think that's that's pretty yeah. cool the the, li the life cycle of drag race <laughs> <laughs> next up is irene the alien dubois mm -hmm. i think she's just going by irene dubois at least according to the wiki article she's 29 from seattle washington and she is bosco's drag sister okay so i had i think i knew that but i didn't remember that um because i was sitting back and i was like she has a weird and witty style to her um that I could see, I could see her being a drag sister of Bosco. I felt like Bosco um, had like a little bit more, I want to say pinup um, mm -hmm. background into her drag, but this is clearly kooky and weird in all the best ways. Um, being a Seattle queen, we know Seattle queens do really well on the show. So I'm excited to see the perspective that she's able to bring. Um, she, I love that she said that she wants to look more like a Star Wars character than a, any other drag queen. Um, so that really gives me a good sense of, you know, what is she going for? As soon as she said that, I looked at her wig and I was like, oh, that would be so cool. Like, I know exactly what you're doing now with like your wig and such. So I love this wig. I love this outfit. I love the long tentacled fingers. Um, it gives you a really good introduction to not only her style aesthetic um but also the fact that you know she's there to be her own person and nobody else and she she's the one who talks about that her drag is very sci-fi inspired like you yeah. said very out of this world hanging out in the cantina and star wars her look has these like super long tentacle-ish fingers which she is going for and I think that that's like yeah okay you can look at this you can say oh it's a bodysuit but it's dragged up in a way that makes it uniquely hers the makeup mm -hmm. also totally matches what she's going for she's got contacts in which really helped to elevate the Star Wars illusion <laughs> of mm -hmm. it all and she was one of the queens as we mentioned that was inspired by Raven and you know she's here but doing something obviously very different very sci-fi and she's gonna be I think very unique on the show yeah. which I'm excited for and I'm curious to see how she approaches some of the conventional challenges and how she can bring her style of drag to meet what is asked of her in Drag Race um, I don't know anything about her astrological chart but I immediately was like if she has Sagittarius somewhere I could see that because she comes across as very blunt and I'm very excited to see what she gets into on the show she was very open <laughs> she talked about how she's a she's a sober queen she's mm -hmm. raw dogging life I believe from, the quote <laughs> yeah. from her she's very competitive so I think she yeah she's sort of not afraid to just be her authentically herself and I think that that authenticity is also very enjoyable to watch totally 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jax is up next. Okay. Officially, she is listed as 25 years old from Queens, New York, but she is originally from Connecticut. So we're going to claim her as our fourth uh, CT queen. We can share her. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can share her. She's the shared New York, Connecticut queen. There we and are. she is uh, in her name. Jax is inspired by Mortal Kombat, which I think is a very mm. cool inspiration. That and her boy name, which is Jackson. And so I love that um, Jax was like my favorite character to play as in uh, Mortal Kombat 3 and the Super Nintendo growing up. Um, So I was like, yes, Jax, throwback. I love that. (laughs) Um, I love that she calls herself the little jumping bean of uh, of drag because I believe she said she's like five foot three or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yep. so I can't wait. That tells me full of energy can move dance. You know that in New York, they got to be able to host, do comedy and dance. And so I'm excited to see what she's able to bring to it. Um, but I also love that she was able to say like, yes, I might have been from Fairfield, Connecticut, like Fairfield County, Connecticut. But, you know, I'll show you that we could be both bougie and Banji here. And I was <laughs> like, I love because I do not think Banji when I think uh, Fairfield, Fairfield County. County. Yeah. Well, and I so in addition to her being super tiny, five foot three, she was a competitive cheerleader. She was a junior Olympic diver. So mm-hmm. I think all of that athleticism is really going to help her in terms of the performances and just yeah. being super physical, super energetic. She, it, one thing that I picked out from her video, which you mentioned at the beginning, we were talking about how this is very clearly recorded after the season has aired. She said she's most nervous for the twists and like my editing edgic brain was just, oh, God, oh, God, like, please yeah. don't let this be foreshadowing of something. I hope she doesn't get screwed over because I'm really liking what I see from her. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I also was like nervous at like, I think that now that it was very clear that they weren't trying to hide that these were filmed well mm-hmm. after the season is over, I was kind of acutely aware of the moments where Queens would say something like that. So I definitely agreed with your assessment there. And there's also Queens who are like, 
I think you can expect me to be funny in this season. And I'm like, so you're not gonna be able to dance. Got you. Um, so you're not gonna be able to sew. Got you. You know, like the things that people say they're going to do or that they do, I think mm-hmm. are the things that we can expect they do well on the season. Well, I think the look too here from Jax is really stunning. I love the hair. Mm-hmm. I love the race prints on the tights. That's yeah. such a, a fantastic detail. It looks like she got run over, but in like the best way possible by a fabulous car. Yeah. By a fabulous. It would have been better if it like had been not better. It would have been funny if it had been sequin like tracks or something like that. And just been like, it was a fabulous car that ran me over. It was the Barbie uh, mobile. Yeah. I love like the chain in the hair yes. that um, she has some of her, those like pigtails kind of hanging off of. Those are really cool. Uh, I'm always obsessed when queens do that with like the hair mm-hmm. loop, the chain, and then the rest of the hair. I don't yeah. know why. It's that's something I always, I always love. Next up is Lusa. DeLuca. She is also from Connecticut and is 32 <laughs> years old. She's from a, a pretty rural uh, suburban area, I believe. I think she's kind of like near Shelton, Connecticut, um, and is a construction worker by day and a drag queen by night. And I love that she said that her her name basically comes from Lucille Ball. So Lucy and then Laduca is a, a brand of su- shoes. So she calls herself kind of like a funny shoe. <laughs> I was like, that's unique. I like it. Super unique into slasher movies, but yes. also just, you know, her, her drag. I mean, it, it, her drag didn't seem to be like, oh, I'm into slasher movies. So I'm doing this like very goth, very alternative thing. I mean, obviously yeah. she's in bright pink, uh, but she is covered in spikes. So I'm hoping to get this sort of like weird mashup of the two from her. She she uh, was inspired by season one. She saw Nina Flowers contour her chest. We were all impressed by that. How can mm-hmm. someone change your body with makeup? I love that as an inspiration for her. She intrigues me. She also talks about being extremely competitive. I'm so curious to see how this is going to play out on the show. She is very, very interesting to me. I think this is going to be a really incredible personality to see somebody who kind of similar to Cameron Michaels that we got a lot of like very masculine out of drag, but like energy, I should say. Um, I'm interested to see if Lucy's kind of like that out of drag as well with the construction worker background. Not saying that inherently if you're a construction worker, you're like an alpha male or whatever. But I love the idea that, you know, you have somebody who does the most arguably one of the most masculine quote unquote positions that you could have and then has one of the most feminine ones that you can have by night. Um, And I do love that she said she I don't love this for her, but she says she ended a a friendship over a board game. So I don't see her. She's not there to make friends. And I could tell. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't play Monopoly anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see if Drag Race has any similarities to Monopoly. She might be ending a couple friendships here. Before they start. Exactly. (laughs) Next up is Lux Noir London. 22 years old from East Orange, New Jersey. Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not don't get me wrong. I'm excited for the queens we've talked about already. Lux was the first queen that I sort of popped up for. Mm-hmm. I started hearing her speak, and I was sort of immediately entranced by her. I don't know if it's I don't know what it is yet, but I think she's got a lot of charisma. I love the choices she did with her makeup, the bright white wig with the bright white eyebrows. 
the seat belts for the look. I mean, and she says she doesn't put herself in a box. She says she does it all. And I'm hoping to see it all on the season because she intrigues me. That was exactly what I clocked as well. First of all, I think this is the most inventive look of all the promo looks. This is probably my favorite one. Um, I love the straps being seen. Like it's in theory, it's just so simple, but it's it's just not. I don't know. I love this so so much. Um, I felt like her interview. You really had to read between the lines. And for me, the fact that she's like, I can do everything. I'm a look queen, but I'm a performer, and I'm funny, and I am fashion but i'm not and i love all these like the fact that she's saying all those things tells me again if you're doing the edgic thing is that she's gonna excel at a lot of different things she performs in new york city a lot um i actually think i thought she lived in new york now but maybe maybe not i know that she said that she's from east orange new jersey but maybe that's where she grew up i don't know Mm -hmm. um i've definitely i've seen her a couple times perform she's a performer she's really great she had definitely has the charisma and i'm really 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 excited to see she's the only one that i've seen live before on um out of this cast so i'm really really excited for her so i'm already like team lux um and i also loved i don't know if you saw this but on her instagram a couple weeks ago after they announced the cast she was in full drag on the subway uh, i believe it was like the j train or something like that and she was like attention everybody i just have to let you all know that i'm gonna be on season 15 of rupaul's drag race and like the whole car like cheers <laughs> and then she gets up and does like a whole like flip on the thing it was just like so cute and i was like i love that somebody is just like i'm gonna get on the subway and spread the good the good word here so i i'm <laughs> Just a huge fan of hers. You better all root for me. I told you first. Damn. <laughs> I Yeah. And, and I think that that was, as I was watching her video, I was just sort of very captivated by her. Like even the discussion of, is it Anne? Is it on? I don't know how you pronounce it. I was like, yeah, you're right. Is it Anne? Is it on? How do you <laughs> And just someone who has that ability to kind of draw you in. I think that that you can't, that's so tough to teach. You just sort of, it's the it factor the wow factor i think she's got it and i'm hoping that she sticks around and we get to see what she has to offer on the season me too i see her going far i just i I do too i if she goes home early i'm going to be very upset (laughs) i'm hoping it's for a good reason like that the other queens do so good right yeah yeah no that's not good enough for me (laughs) right yeah well it's who you're rooting for so you know you're sorry bias (laughs) next up is malaysia baby doll baby doll baby doll fox i think officially just one baby doll but she kept saying three baby dolls because she is bodacious beautiful and extra 32 years old from miami florida uh she was the first queen that i knew there's not a single thing she's going to say on this season that I don't have a chuckle or a mm-hmm. smile at. I was instantly captivated by her personality. She's incredibly charismatic. Um, she's going to be a riot. Like I can already tell she's just going to be a personality that I cannot wait to see. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what she has to bring. I will say I love the colors, but I don't know if I, uh, of her outfit, but I don't know if I get, what all the straps in the front are like, it's a little harder for me to break out like what's happening with like this cape thing. So uh, that's the only 
issue I have with the outfit, but I love how it hugs all of her curves. Um, I love the gloves with like the yellow and black kind of checkered um, flag. I loved that. Um, and you know, pageant queen's going to come on and be competitive and know exactly what to say and do at the right time. So I'm excited to see how uh, pageants have prepared her for this. Well, and she says in her video that while she's done a million pageants, she doesn't necessarily consider herself a pageant mm. girl because she likes to break the rules. I'm curious how that's going to manifest in terms of as we get to know her yeah. drag a little bit better. I, you know, she talked about how the one strap was at least the pageant sash. I thought it was a seatbelt at first because we're going Me for too. a car thing, but then I didn't really get the rest of it. So, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying about the what what exactly is going on what here because the straps happening? at the bottom also don't really make much sense i mean it's cute if i saw this in a club i'd be like yes i love this yeah take my money so for that maybe for a promo look um a little bit over like i would maybe remove some of that but i think she still looks stunning i love the hair with the mm -hmm. little like black roots that's cute and you know she i think is is going to hopefully take some lessons from her drag mother, LaShawn Beyond. Yes. Uh, and maybe do a little bit better than LaShawn Beyond. Well, let's be honest and no shade of LaShawn Beyond, but there's not much worse you can do so, yeah, on a season. Um, but you know what? She also knows, even with this race theme, that this is not RuPaul's best friend race. Famous mm -hmm. quote from LaShawn Beyond. So, yeah. Um, the last thing I will say that I think is really important is that it has been a while since we've had a true, I think, kind of camp queen on. And I really see Malaysia as having not only a, a pageant background, but also having a lot of camp roots. And I'm really mm -hmm. excited to see that represented on the show. So I'm hoping to see, you know, the unique ways that she's able to kind of marry both camp and uh, pageant mm -hmm. pageantry. <laughs> Our, there you go you got there the next queen we're going to talk about is Marsha 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 which I know Rue is just going to be so excited for she obviously has a ton of skills but I can't help but imagine Rue just being like yes <laughs> I don't care Marcia, what she looks Marcia, like Marsha yes Marsha 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 and she is 25 years old from New York City before I even talk about Marsha 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 as soon as I saw her and I saw her name, I was like, if I were to cast who was like the three Brady Bunch girls and she's Marsha, mm -hmm. my instant was like, oh, Cindy, the youngest would be Blair St. Clair in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then clearly Jan is Jan. Yeah. <laughs> and so if Blair would be willing to change her name to Cindy, I really think they could do a tour as the Brady Bunch. And I think it'd be really, really cute. Um, uh, Marsha is one that I'm really interested to see because I love the 60s style of this outfit. It makes a lot of sense with the theme somehow. And I, I really appreciate it. Um, Marsha is hand makes her look. So we mm -hmm. know that she's going to be good in a design challenge, um, especially if this is the kind of aesthetic that she normally goes for. You, you know, you think of all the queens who know what their aesthetic is, that know what their body shape is, that have a point and a perspective to work from. And she kind of gives me that vibe, especially if she's good with all of the with uh, design and uh, construction. Um, and I love that she also makes her own mixes and does her own hair. Well, she goes, I do my own hair and makeup. And I was like, I think everybody on this show does their own hair and makeup but you know cr 
Congrats. Well, besides Rue, um, congrats to you, uh, Marsha. Like this is, you made it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm really excited. I think that I, I just have good vibes about her. I really see her going like late middle or far, far into the competition. I, I love her design choices for this mm-hmm. look. I'm curious to see if, you know, the whole uh, 60s aesthetic is going to be, we're going to see that consistently throughout. Not that I think it's a bad thing. I'm just curious oh, yeah. to see if that's going to um, continue because I will say her makeup was the most different out of everyone's. And so it was nice to see a different style, a different eye look on her. The piping of the racing stripes on this is so cute. cute. And I love the idea of doing it over latex. So it's, it's very, you know, trying to bring in more modern and more edgy looks while still keeping like the base being that 60s aesthetic. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for her to do a design challenge. Hopefully she can survive to that because that would be lovely. I want to see what she can make. You know, she to me is someone who she didn't like immediately give me star quality vibes, Mm. but I think she could be a dark horse. I think that if she is given the chance to just sort of find her footing, I think that with the design skills, the unique looks, I think that that can definitely help her out. And because she seemed to be charismatic, performs in New York. She's got to have other skills in there, too, even though we didn't get a lot of that in terms of hearing about her dancing or performing in the Meet the Queens video. I think that because she's in New York, it's probably something she has in her repertoire. Yeah, I think that um, was she the one who said that she also like has she said, like, if you come to New York, it's like your Broadway dreams come to die and you become a drag queen or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell if that was her trying to say, I came to New York to try to make it a musical theater. So I kind of get like, is she like the New York version of a, to a certain extent of like those kind of Blair St. Clair theater, music theater mm-hmm. nerd kids who have done so well for themselves in drag because this has been an area where they consistently perform and you could do music. Um, and I think I kind of get the feeling that that is like, is she kind of like a lemon? Is she kind of like, you know, somebody who comes to New York and has just kind of like this fierce background. So even if it didn't come out in the interview, I think she's got more like tricks up her sleeve, her reflective yellow sleeve. I think so too. I, I definitely would agree with that because her interview also, I think was shorter, but anyway, whatever. Yeah, we'll see much what Marsha, Marsha, Marsha has to offer. Next is Mistress Isabel Brooks, 24 years old from Houston, Texas. The first note I have from her is just charisma. Yep. Mm -hmm. She's got a big personality and I love it. I think she said everything about me is big. And that's what I love about her is, you know, taking that ownership. I love this wig, this big like pageant wig that let's put the two racing. It looks like a Mario Kart like track or something like that in her hair. I love this outfit. I love this bodysuit with this cape dress thing. It's so cool. Like the little rhinestones accenting all over the the lines and everything. Um, You can tell that she has a lot of inspiration of old school drag and pageant drag. And she makes reference in her, um, her interviews to the fact that she's, tries to pay homage to old school drag, but bring it to, you know, 2022 at that point, but now 2023 and take those, these modern trends, but pay homage to old school drag. And I'm really excited to see someone like that on drag race. 
I'm excited for her as well. I love the idea of that. She just look, she, she's not even going to say, look, my drag's not outside the box, but I mm-hmm. do it well. And that sort of have an understanding of who you are as a drag performer, that sort of self-confidence, I think always suits a queen well. And so to have her coming in with that attitude at only 24 years old, I think is really good for her. She also talks about how she is disgustingly competitive. Very (laughs) curious to see how that manifests. And drag just comes naturally to her and it definitely shows. Yeah, I. she said she's very sweet to people who are sweet to her. But Mm -hmm. if you come for her, she'll come for you. And so I have a feeling that She's going to have good reads during the the reading challenge. She's I think she's just going to be a really fun uh, character to watch this season. I feel like her look here, too, is kind of um, like it, it is. Who who are we talking about with the racing stripe that goes across uh, Malaysia? Yeah. Yeah. Malaysia. So. It's like this is what I think Malaysia was kind of going for. <laughs> like yeah. The code, yeah. the under the bodysuit underneath. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it that. fits a little bit better. It's a little bit more cohesive in terms of like where the coat starts and where the coat ends mm-hmm. and how it integrates into the bodysuit. I, I think she looks amazing here. It's very Elvis Presley. Yeah, I can see that. That's that's yeah, the Elvis vibe. I can see that. I just wish she had a better shoe. That is just a plain mm. white pump. Yeah. And I wish that there was something even if she just put like tire marks over the shoes or something like that, I think just do something with that. But like you said, having somebody who knows what they do and do it well is really great. But it also makes me nervous for her because I can't think of a single winner who's ever just been like, what I do in, in drag is like perfection of what you would expect drag queens to do. Most mm-hmm. of the winners are people who do something that not every queen can do. Maybe she's got enough charisma to overcome that. I hope, you know. Let's hope for her sake. Yeah. Okay. Princess Poppy is the next queen that we're going to talk about. She's 26 years old from San Francisco, California. She was somebody who I felt was, especially in the very beginning where she's saying, hi, I'm Princess Poppy. It was just, it felt scripted and rehearsed. It didn't Mm. feel genuine. And I think a lot of that, for me, being somebody who's like edgic wise is going, oh, no, does she go home so early that she's trying? She's thought about this for a long time of how she would introduce herself. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that's not the case. Um, but she likes hosting. and She's a, uh, a comedy queen. I kind of laughed a little bit more with what she was saying and like giggled and went along with it than someone like Amethyst, who I felt like also had kind of a weaker interview. But I will say I loved when she said she would read a bitch to filth like and that she has a sharp tongue. And I am I don't know. I'm just I guess I really just want some drama after having like a non drama filled survivor season that I just watched until like the finale (laughs) night. Like I just I'm looking. I just want people to fight, I guess. Can you guys fight more, please? Fight more. Make it interesting. I total tangent, but I just watched during the holiday break the UK season of Traitors, which Mm -hmm. if you're looking for drama, highly, highly recommend. 
skip the challenges. They're totally useless, but highly <laughs> recommend the drama. Like just in the first four episodes, it's like totally chaotic. So I'm also on the drama kick and I'm hoping that we get to see some more chaos. And we did yeah. get to hear that mentioned by a few queens in the videos mm-hmm. of, oh, after the Kumbaya seasons we've seen in the past, this season is going to be different. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition, but because mm-hmm. it's being mentioned and clearly videos filmed after, I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. I think she'll be an early lip syncer. Like that's the vibe I get from her is that she, I don't know if she goes home early, but I think that she could be put in the bottom early and maybe that inspires her to really do well. I see her kind of an earlier mid boo and I really wish I didn't because I kind of, I love this look. I think it's really unique. I don't know if I get it for drag race theme though. Mm. Yeah, it's a little alieny. Also, mm-hmm. I think with the the way that the gloves connect to the back with those mm-hmm. shoulders, I think that's a really cool silhouette. It's a really cool look. I think because it's kind of like I thought of it as the racing. Okay, you know, like race car drivers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This is like totally showing I know nothing about race car driving, but don't they wear those pat, like padded ish outfits? Kind of like padded. Mm, is that a thing? <laughs> because that's what this was giving me kind she of she was giving me cushion that you sit on in a, oh. in a, in a car mm, oh maybe that's what it is it's seat cushion <laughs> realness <laughs> i really wish no but here's the thing like that's i mean that's not clearly what she was going for i, I mean i think this is a really great look it's within the pink and kind of orangey kind of theme I love that we are seeing tops that are not traditional like bra or bralettes because Mm -hmm. I will tell you as someone with some boobies that that is not supportive. Um, This this would be not something you will catch Beth Dixon wearing. Um, But I love that. I love that it's still feminine, but yet the femininity is not surrounded by like big tatas. It's a flat chest and it's like in a way that's just so cool. I love this look. Um, But again, I just didn't know if it fit the theme, but I really don't care. When you said that we were looking at a lot of different types of tops, I didn't know where that was going. (laughs) I really didn't. I like genuinely did. I was like, "Uh like that. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. We can talk about that. Sure. She, she also was a little bit nervous to me in the video and she grew on me as the video went, but the first bit and also her physical body language felt like she was trying to take up as little space as possible. Yeah. Which made me also nervous for her. Uh, but as you mentioned, she kind of pushes through it a little bit as the video goes on, but oh, makes me a little nervous. Yeah, yeah. Ro- Ooh, Robin <laughs> Fierce is the next queen we're going to talk about from Hartford, Connecticut. Robin yeah. with an I, not a Y, was also obsessed with Raven from season two. Yeah, so she's very positive and nice. And I love that she was like one of two queens that was like, I swear I have a resting bitch face, but I'm not actually a bitch. And like when she gave her resting bitch face in comparison to whoever the other person was before her, mm-hmm. like she do have a resting bitch face. And I think that she, she has the self-awareness to know that that could potentially put people off or make them think of her in a, in a specific way. Um, and unfortunately, I also think that, you know, speaking as a white person, I, th- I think that people, black women in particular, are more likely to get that um, as, you know, as 
institutional racism goes. Um, so I, I think that having that self-awareness, I think is super important um, in, in terms of like how you're going to navigate the relationships or acting challenges and things that you have to do things with your face and understand how you're presenting. So I think that she's got a lot going for her in that way. She won't stand out with all the loud personalities. I don't think like there's a lot of big personalities and she's a little quieter in that way. So I think that she's really going to be someone that requires like, charisma in a quiet way like you can Mm. be charismatic and not be the loudest person in the room and i think that she's going to be somebody who can do that um you know i just i don't think of her as being so quiet that she's like i keep bringing up cameron michaels tonight i guess she's really on my mind but you know cameron michaels had like charisma when she performed and brought that out but like otherwise was like very like quiet and i kind of see that with Robin um, but I do see a little bit more charisma there and I'm hoping that she's able to showcase that and not get overshadowed by the big personalities I don't know if it was just the fact that she was before the next queen we're going to talk about <laughs> Selena that that contrast was very evident that she was a little <laughs> bit more muted in the video so I, I totally get what what you're saying there. She does talk about how she can sing. She can dance a comedy moment here or there, although talks about being nervous for the comedy challenges and snatch, and game. snatch game. That yeah, that made Uh-oh. me nervous. Oh, <laughs> that made me nervous. <laughs> Maybe for her, it's like, uh, oh, I'm really nervous for the snatch game, but then I end up doing well. I'm going to hope for her sake that, that that's the case. Please, please throw us a red herring. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm OK with that. Okay, speaking of the next queen that I just mentioned, we have Selena Estetis, 31 years old from Los Angeles, California. Oh my gosh, (laughs) she was so loud in the video. So much energy. She's the Johnny Mac of the season. Um, If Johnny Mac were on a drag competition show, this is the the personality that I'm going to yell in the confessional like literally the first i wrote notes as i was watching this and the first word i wrote was loud with an exclamation (laughs) point next to it um loves to lip sync is very expressive wants to wants the drag race egot she said um so i love that you know for emmy and oscar she basically said she needed to act well (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean i love that i was like that is yeah that's you could have gone with like maybe direction or something, just writing, you know, writing stuff. Um, and that she's a Libra, so she doesn't do competition, um, but she also doesn't back down from it. So she, it's not like she's going to be somebody. I, I don't think that she's inherently going to try to start shit, but I think that she won't back away if somebody brings her into something. If there's a controversy, I don't think that she's going to be the one who starts it. But that said, I could easily see people be like, Girl, you got to just quiet this down a little bit. It's grating. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, so obviously watching her video at first, there was like the shock factor of, oh, my gosh, compared to Robin, too, from before of right. a little bit more muted. Just, oh, my gosh. OK. And then as it was going on, I was trying to figure out, is this put on? Mm. And there were a few moments where she was still loud. As a loud bitch myself, I get that. You're just always loud. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it was, it felt a little bit more authentic. Mm -hmm. And so I think she just comes across as very excited, very intense. And 
I, I think that that's gonna be she's gonna be maybe a little bit calmer yeah. in the actual season but oh my gosh <laughs> this yeah this was so intense and her her picture also in her promo shot is just also totally loud her mouth is open which fits yeah and i think she's gonna be <laughs> a fits. It fits. I think she's going to be a strong, strong, strong personality in the show. I'm very curious to see her play with others. You know what I also think is here is, you know, she clearly draws inspiration um, from like the people that she's like grown up around and everything. And I think that that's really important. We've seen that with other queens of color who have like, I'm drawing inspiration from, you know, like my black, my black aunties or Mm -hmm. whatever the case is. And I, I love that we have somebody who um, is again, representing not just themselves, but also like probably the women in their lives as well. Um, that's what I really get from her. I, I, she didn't even have to say that. And I was like, I love this homage that you're, you're playing here. I think that she's going to be very entertaining. Um, and I cannot wait to see, you know, what she's able to, to pull off. I love this outfit. I didn't catch for a long time that the kind of, I don't know if they're actually boots or, or whatever they are. They kind of go, underneath the shoe and then come up like the kind of like shin guards uh and everything i thought that they were connected to the upper part of the outfit but they're not mm-hmm. um so i thought this was just like a really cool it like it took me a while to really kind of figure out what was going on but i liked that about the outfit like it, i liked that i had to find new things about it I love this and I love her shape and with the hair mm-hmm. it works so perfectly it's giving me sexy motocross energy she has the best ass in thighs and curves like it is beautiful it is beautiful i couldn't stop staring at her thighs i'm so happy i was just like i i want to touch no like you are not alone i was sitting there like a pervert on metro north coming back into the city watching this and i was like is anybody else on this train seeing um Selena's titty thighs, because yeah, she got the titties, but she got them thighs, girl, and they are yeah. big and beautiful. I love them. Ugh, me too. They okay, good. <laughs> Team thighs. Let's hey. go. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Next is... The one, the only Sasha Colby. So we talked a lot about Sasha Colby last last season when Carrie mm-hmm. was Carrie Colby was on last season, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, everything blends together in my brain. 
This is, as I think she says in her video, she is your favorite drag queen's drag queen. Bosco tweeted about this. Sasha Colby being on Drag Race is like Beyonce being on American Idol. The queen, the mother is here. And I'm rooting for her so hard. I'm also extremely nervous because we have had trends of queens who do super, super well in the outside world that then struggle on sort of the rigid nature of the show. Mm -hmm. But I think she has what it takes to go all the way. She's the third Miss Continental who will be cast on the show with the first um, being Nisha Lopez, who was a first boot and then got brought back and then went home in the same episode. Um, and then Brooklyn Heights, who has had the very opposite, who, yeah. you know, got second place and is now a host of a franchise of this. Yeah. So I really see, I mean, for those that don't know, Sasha Colby is a legend in the drag world. Like I, as a basic white bitch who does not do drag herself, have have known about Sasha Colby for years. Okay. Um, my other favorite um previous Rue Girls message about this was on uh, TikTok where it has Hi, I'm Sasha Colby and I'm your favorite drag queen's favorite drag queen. And it cuts immediately to Heidi in closet going, and she is. And she is. And if you aren't teams uh team Sasha, then you're wrong. And if you aren't on Team Sasha, bitch, you're about to be. I cannot wait. When you have so many queens who have done so well on this show say, no, she's going to do well. I I am going yeah. to be absolutely gagged if she's not in the final. Like yeah. I I will be gagged. And you know what? There's a part of me that kind of is like, am I kind of rooting for this for the drama? Am I that bad? But am I the drama now? Because I'm kind of wishing for this, but I just feel like it's an inevitability. Sasha Colby's mm. got to go to the end. I think it's tough to just imagine a world where someone who is just so insanely talented, like, isn't able to translate that to the show. Yeah. And you, I mean, again, in the promo video, the charisma off the charts, you just you just know that she's a star from the first moment that she speaks. It just comes mm -hmm. across. And as you mentioned, with so many queens who are who who have done the show rooting for her and knowing that she will do well makes me confident that she'll be able to work past that sort of, I don't want to call it a curse per se, but right. the being an established queen coming into the, the rigid structure of drag race. I think that, yes, I'm, I, I don't know. I have so many thoughts because like on one hand, I'm hoping that it's not rude for her. I think that her true talent though will shine through. And I think she's mm -hmm. going to be able to smash the challenges. I don't think there's going to be anything of that nature. Right. Although it does make me feel a little feel bad for the other Queens on the show. I can't imagine walking in there again, as Bosco says, it's like Beyonce on American Idol walking in and being like, well, like, fuck my drag, right? That's That would be my feeling. It would be like going on Survivor, looking around, and everybody else has already won the show or is like a Sari Fields or something like that. And then you're the only new person. Like, that's what it would be like. Imagine how intimidating that is, right? Like, I just, I, this is a gag. Like, can you, we all go back to last season when Carrie Colby walked in and they said, who's your drag mother? And she, and she went, Sasha Colby. And they all went, uh, like, well, let's just go home now. This is her drag daughter. Mm -hmm. That was 
No, like, I don't mean to say it like this, but it was just her drag daughter. I put, this is actually Sasha Colby walking into the room. I would instantaneously piss my pants. Mm -hmm. I would, I, I know, like, I wouldn't even unpack. I would just kind of go, well, thank you for the free trip to Los Angeles and the opportunity to meet you, Miss Colby. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be in your presence. Um, I'm just going to go see if I can, like, root for you for the sidelines because this is amazing. Well, losing is the new winning. So the other queens <laughs> have that to, to look forward to. But for those that don't know, so she's known for hair, uh, hairography splits. Um, she's an incredible, just creative queen. She is a trans woman as well, um, which I think it's great to continue to have some what we'd like to call the Carrie Colby uh, thing. But I think maybe Sasha Colby has really uh, started uh you know, the tread from the last Thanos, season, you know, the Thanos. The Thanos. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. Carrie's not really the Thanos. Uh, but no, I'm really, really, she's already a drag superstar. So give her the crown. That's what she said. So We'll see if she can live up to all the hype. Let's talk about our last two queens. So I think we kind of have to, I have them on different slides, but we kind of have to talk about them in tandem. We have spice yeah. and sugar, sugar, and Spice. These are two queens, 23 years old, from Los Angeles. They're twins, as Beth alluded to, that we have twins mm -hmm. on the show. And I knew them from TikTok. Same. So when they showed <laughs> up, I was like, oh, them. Um, I'm, I, I only know them from their TikTok videos. And so I'm from them so, walking in like this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I'm so curious to see what they're going to be like on the show, especially because, I mean, they are competing as individuals, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. OK, they are I competing hope. as individuals. Could you imagine if there was a twin twist? In season? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. They can just like cycle out. That Actually, would so that would be kind funny. of iconic. That, that would be, be so kind of iconic. Funny. Yeah. And then if the other drag queens can figure it out, if they're like cycling through sugar and spice. But, but they do. The one <laughs> teaser that we do see is that they do walk into the. Um, workroom together so mm -hmm. we know that unfortunately there is no um twin twist <laughs> yeah so sad sad so sad <laughs> um i think it's going to be interesting i think they i have already because like you said i know them from tiktok they've been in my feed constantly yeah. over the past two years i was very excited to see them but i'm also really nervous because i kind of think of them as incredible makeup artists and look queens but I've never seen them lip sync. I've never seen them dance. And then I saw a video of it after the cans came out and ooh, baby, it was not good. Yeah. It was rough. Um, and I'm sorry. I just got to say how I saw it. it was rough. Um, so I'm really, really hoping that, you know, this is an, an avenue for them to really grow. But I mean, when it comes to looks, they both are absolutely stunning and they both have their own aesthetic while also kind of being like the boulets and like the boulets do everything matching and they mm -hmm. don't do everything matching but they kind of do at the same time i don't know how else to ex explain it mm -hmm. so for me i think that i think there's a reason why they got famous right there's a reason why they were mm -hmm. able to be so successful on tiktok and i think it is because of the they go for the the doll look i mean spice yeah. Whose image we have up right now, she was inspired by Life Size, the movie with Tyra Banks, which I, I also love that movie, The Doll That Comes we to can, Life. Yes. And, and they do have such good artistry when it comes to the makeup and the looks. And I I almost kind of feel like they have to be on 
I don't know, this feels weird, but it's like forcing them to be on the show to go outside of that creative box that they're sort of in on TikTok that hopefully this will help expand their horizons and they'll be able to become even more superstar-ish in terms of learning how to do the acting and the music, the music and the dancing and the performing and the the lip syncing because yeah, as far as I know, there are bedroom queens. They don't really perform much in clubs Mm -hmm. if at all. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. And they have, I mean, their, their looks are going back between sugar and spice. I like what you said about the fact that they, they do have similar looks, but definitely have their own mm-hmm. identities and their own takes on how they're approaching. So we have the completely black look for spice, which I, I actually, I love, love, yeah. love this look. And I love the hair yeah. going to sugar being very bubblegum pop chrome princess Mm -hmm. look but very similar hair with the buns and all of that so i think it's gonna be interesting to see what they do on the show i guarantee you they're gonna be lip syncing if they don't like i said this on twitter but i'm gonna say it now here too if these two do not lip sync against each other at some point in the season i will eat lipstick i'm doing the iman version of like you know whatever i understand um in a month's, you know, absence from our podcast today, I'm going to one up the chapstick. It's got to be lip sync, uh, lipstick. I'm not going to eat an entire stick, but I will eat. Oh, like you'll some. take a bite. Take I will a bite. take a bite. Okay. Because it is. You, I'm going to put this out there and I know this is going to like. I, I know this is going to take away from the talent and that they do have. Okay. Like, but. This is stunt casting. This is how do we get younger people who are on TikTok to watch Drag Race and introduce them to the show after we've moved it to MTV? Yeah. This to me is stunt casting. And I think it actually devalues a little bit of, you know, like them as artists themselves. But that said, I can't wait to see what they're able to do with this because I can't wait to see are there runway looks coordinated so will one come out and then the other one come out and there you find out that they're actually like kind of coordinated in that way or are they truly going to be individuals Mm -hmm. um i think that this will be really interesting to see like what they have cooked up to be on this competition show together like these are twins you know and if and when one does leave because I'm sorry. I just I don't personally see both of them making it to the final. But if and when do, one does leave, what is the other one like in the competition? Like, imagine that. Like your twin, who is I can't even. I don't know what it's like to have a twin, somebody who's literally been with you since birth, let alone who you share such a unique passion and art with, mm-hmm. and then make you know, these TikTok videos that millions of people are watching and are educating people on queer history and identity and all these different kinds of things, like what that would be like to then finally get on a television show. And if one of them leaves, like, what is that going to be like for the other one? And it, I just, I, I'm kind of here for that drama. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> I like how you say in the same breath, it's stunt casting. It devalues them, but also I'm here for it. And I want to see the drama. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. I'm a complicated human, you know, 
yeah. Uh, they're they're definitely lip syncing against each other. I don't know what challenge is going to put them in the bottom two, but they're definitely going to both be in the bottom two. They're going to lip sync against each other, and then we'll see how long the other one survives. If it's going to be like your twin goes out, and then you just like I'm going next. I don't I don't know what it's going to be like. Right. But it's going to be a storyline for sure this season. Yeah. What I also don't know is if they make their own clothes. Because if they make their own clothes, I could see them do incredibly well in design challenge. Mm. Because I do think that they're look queens. They're obviously incredible makeup and hair artists. Like, they do that themselves. I know that. Um, But I don't know if they make their outfits themselves or if they design them themselves and have somebody else help them. If they help each other. Like, what it's going to be like. So, I'm not... I th- I just feel like it's the performance aspect that might hold them back. Also, I, one of them said, yeah, Spice said that she didn't have talent. Like she was yeah. going through, she said, I got charisma. I'm very unique, even though I have a twin. I just was like, oh God, you know, you can't say that you're unique if you have an identical twin and bring that up in the same breath. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. And then she said, nerve. Well, I have audacity. And then she was like, and talent, eh. Like that. <laughs> I was like, no, you can't spell out. And then not say that you have talent. No, come on. Just come. She has the tea. No, she has like Kua. Oh, yeah. Yeah, audacity. Right. Sorry. (laughs) I do think I said that in my notes that I they're giving me a little Gia Gunn slash Jocelyn Fox energy with like Hmm. mispronouncing words or phrases. Um and kind of like that. I think we're going to get some iconic, funny quotes from both of them in like the confessional or something. Spice li- listing off as many spices as she could think of. That was great. That was a, that was yeah. a great little like, Human? Yeah, which human one is common? that? <laughs> How do I say it? I think she only got four, right? I, yeah, uh, this is, is like so weird. I think Spice will outlast Sugar. I got mm. a little bit more charisma from Spice than I did mm-hmm. from Sugar, although they are identical twins. They talked a lot about the same thing. They talked about, yeah. you know, dolls off the shelf, that kind of thing. It was interesting because I saw, I can't remember who I was listening to, but there was commentary about how it felt a little bit like they were kind of felt alone like they were Mm. used to having that other person next to them and being able to like respond and bounce off of and so having them as individuals is going to be interesting the show we'll see how it goes i also think that they kind of did sugar dirty a little bit because spice got a whole interview by herself and then everything was sugar they always brought in what spice said which was exactly the same thing she said which again which is so funny because they're twins but i also felt like we didn't get to see as much from sugar in the interview so i don't know if she actually doesn't have as much charisma Mm. or if it was Honestly, just how they kind of presented it. That's a good point. They did do her dirty. It felt yeah. like she was the afterthought twin. <laughs> Which, like, edge-wise, is also not making me feel too good about sugar. Oh, no. Spice and some sugar. No. We'll see. Oh, gosh. Okay. That does it for us in terms of going through all the queens. Beth, is there anything else you want to say about the season? What we have to look forward to? Just any other random thoughts? No, I'm really well, I think the other big thing that we should mention is that um 
T.S. Madison will be a, mm-hmm. um, a rotating judge oh, this yes. season um, with Carson and uh, Ross. And I'm really, really excited. I think, you know, T.S. Madison's incredibly funny. She, um, you know, as a trans woman herself, she has a lot of perspective and, um, you know, obviously queer art. And she's been an incredible guest in, in the past. And I think that she tells the truth and she tells it in a really unique, funny way. And I'm excited for her so much on the um, on the panel. I think she's going to be a great addition to the rotation. I mean, that was one of the comments when she was a guest judge was bring her back all right. the time. <laughs> and yeah. I'm happy that mm-hmm. they were able to listen to that and bring her back as one of our, the rotating judges. So we have mm-hmm. that to look forward to. So many other things. As we mentioned, we have the premiere coming up on January 6th, two hours and 15 minutes, followed by an hour of untalked like two half hour episodes that at least according to the MTV website are listed as part two, then part one. I assume that's a mistake. I don't know if that doesn't bode well for the rest of the season with already some programming mistakes, but you know what? Uh, It's in, it's in MTV's hands. Now we'll see Mm -hmm. what they do with it. I have high hopes. I think this is a a fantastic cast. I think we're going to see a lot of different storylines play out. We have a lot of things to look forward to and all of that will be coming soon in the next couple days. Yes. Then we will be back to cover those episodes this coming weekend. So the weekend of the 6th. So we're going to record 7th or the 8th. And then that will be out talking about those two episodes with our special guest, Brian Scally. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Beth. Let's get out of here. What plugs do you have? Anything else you want to talk about? No, you can find me at Augusta Wind 11 on all my platforms. Um, and if you watched Dragula but have not yet watched the coverage that myself and Jeremy Carey did, please feel free to go back into the RHAP feed. It is on the Drag Race feed as well to watch not only our coverage of the first three episodes, but also our coverage of the finale and just kind of the, the season in general um, of Dragula Titans. Great. And you can find me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P. Survivor is over. Mass Singer is over. Drag Race is my baby. I'm very much looking forward to, to everything this season has to offer. So you can go ahead and check me out there and check us out here on the RuPaul Rehap Ups. Okay. We're going to get out of here, closing everything out. Thank you, Scott, for all your help behind the scenes. And we'll be back in just a few short days to talk about the premiere So talk to y'all soon. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.